0: Hello and welcome citizens of Dark Rose City It is a special episode Special episode It is a special episode 50 In a sense that one more thing will be done in this episode compared to all the other episodes One more thing
1: (laughs) I don't know why I'm repeating everything you're saying I'm just trying to
0: contribute Hype, you know, just build hype But yes, this is episode 50 of Dark Rose Comics Podcast I'm one of your hosts, Jerry E, and I'm joined by my co-host Victor Young So if you are new to the show, once again, this is episode 50. This is a podcast where two nerdy guys brew themselves a nice hot cup of coffee. And then we sit down to analyze, break down, and discuss some of the new comic books that are coming to the local comic shop. So the coffee we'll be brewing today is called Nemba and is roasted by Propeller Coffee Company. And the comics we'll be discussing today are Batman number 66, the return to the nightmare arc. Green Lantern number five, Justice League number 19, Young Justice number three, and Die number four. If you like this show, please hit that subscribe button on the podcast service provider of your choice. We can be found on podcast services all around the world. So, alongside with hitting that subscribe button, you know, feel free to let us know how we're doing by hitting up iTunes and give us a review and a rating and make sure you tell everyone about this podcast. So, find us on Yelp. You put us on Yelp? No i was gonna say <laughs> find us on uber
1: eats actually Okay, no,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh these guys are great these guys are great it's a it's a audible audible experience so it's uh <laughs> thanks for the yelp review <laughs> all right so before we get into that all that comic stuff though uh how's your week been man uh, do do that
1: pretty yeah. uh pretty busy yeah pretty busy uh i haven't really had much time to really catch up on things entertainment other than Brooklyn 9n actually I've been slowly working my way to to try and catch up with the rest of season five so then we can move on to uh NBC Brooklyn 99
0: is season six happening right now like is it already happening?
1: I yeah I think so oh okay yeah um so I've been doing that mm-hmm. uh what I'm more excited for however is Toron- t- Toronto Toronto. <laughs> We are from tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. Tomorrow, wow. my girlfriend and I are watching Captain Marvel. Wow. Now, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And be- <sighs> before before you say anything, Jerry, I know what you're going to say. Uh, I, I, I've been hearing some mixed reviews about Captain Marvel. Uh, so I'm not quite sure how to feel about it going in. So I think my solution is just not to feel anything.
2: And we will see how the,
1: I, I have a feeling it's gonna be a good movie. Yeah, um, I have a feeling though it may not be as good as the other ones. We'll have I to think... we'll have to see. I, yeah, and it's not. And here's the thing: it's, it has nothing to do with the fact that it's Brie Larson and it's a female lead, whatever. I think it has it has more so to do with our expectations of what to expect from a Marvel movie and whether they can because it's already a very high bar Marvel has set. Yeah. Right. So I I can't expect every movie that they come out with to meet that bar, even though it has so far.
0: I think <laughs> it's one of those um, it's one of those movies where like. There's there's some familiarity with a lot with people and like a lot of the characters that Marvel push out. So I think Captain Marvel is one of those characters that not a lot of people know, and it's hard to. But neither was Guardians of the Galaxy. Exactly, and like I would see it like that's where I kind of like conflict myself because it's like because then they they did really well with Guardians and then they did really well with Doctor Strange, and yeah. like a lot of people were, like at least in the mainstream. Um, like just, I guess non. readers right? That people don't really know Doctor Strange, but Doctor Strange did. I think did pretty yeah. well too, right? So it's yeah, it's it's confusing as to why it wouldn't be received that well. Just based on the trailer, based on the premise of the movie, I feel like I think, it well, I, would do pretty well.
1: I think number. I think the main thing is the trolls. I think there's been a lot of trolls on the oh, okay. uh, Captain Marvel uh, review page uh, on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh the other thing too is the the premise of it is a little strange too because they do go back into the nineties. It's a prequel. It's a prequel, yeah. yeah. A prequel, but not a prequel. Like... It's a
0: it's a prequel to the universe they built.
1: Right. Yeah. And then they now have to explain what she does, what she's capable of, and then at the end of that movie, bring her into Endgame,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? So, I mean, I'm sure they figured it out because obviously Endgame is coming out soon. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, uh, in a few months, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's coming soon. So I'm sure it's gonna like I said, I'm sure it's gonna be good. Uh But I will hold my reservations and stay numb. Yeah. What about yourself, yeah. Jerry? What have you been up to this week?
0: I. Have not been up to too
1: much. Which just, is, you uh, know, it's not a bad thing. It's you know, not a bad thing. Just
0: been, uh, you know, kind of resting, chilling. But uh, we did, however, go and buy a stroller.
1: Uh, so just in case uh, you didn't know, Jerry's pregnant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's I, in I his am. third trimester.
0: <laughs> you know, and it just, just troopering through. <laughs> <laughs> No, my, um, yeah,
1: so he my, my wife, wife. And I are expecting,
0: um, uh, she's actually due sometime in May. Um, so.
1: Which is very soon. Very soon. So <laughs>
0: actually we needed to pick that up very soon at the, at the stroller. Um, so we did that today and, um, you know, just like kind of throughout the week kind of just like. Slowly prep yourself for stuff around the house, and you know
1: stuff like that. It's you know it's a big responsibility. It's gonna be. I don't know, but but... uh, it's it's a big (laughs) responsibility, and uh, I'm sure our listeners and as well as myself, we support you when. Ninth of a percent, and <laughs> oh, oh. yeah. you thought I was gonna say 100. I went
0: 100 to zero real quick.
1: <laughs> one ninth is pretty close to zero.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: so let me if I if I pull out a calculator real quick, one
0: ninth of a percent,
1: one ninth of a percent is in it's fact, it's like 0.11 percent. Uh, I'm giving you 11th of a percent too. <laughs>
0: That's not no. It's not one ninth.
1: One ninth, which is eleven percent of a percent. (laughs) Oh my goodness! We support you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. Thank you for the
0: overwhelming support, Victor. (laughs)
1: um... Listen, I got my own life (laughs) to (laughs) worry about. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh,
0: (laughs) But yeah, that's that's basically that, and uh, you know, nothing else crazy going on. But uh, we do, we do want to mention now, before we get into uh, our segments, um, because this is episode 50, we are going to take some time uh, to sort of review and, you know, just have like a little chat about the year. Um, a lot of our comics, I think, ever since we started the show, ever since we decided to do the show together... Our perspectives on certain comics have changed. Our perspectives a lot, of, a lot of, of storytelling have has changed, changed. Actually, yeah. A lot, of and things. our appreciation for certain storytelling mm-hmm. has changed. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be it'll be fun and interesting to look back at, you know, kind of how where we started with the show and then like sort of get to where we are now. Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting conversation. I think. What are you? What? <laughs> no, nah, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Pictures we're, were making weird faces <laughs> across the table. um I'm Trying
1: to make this lively. It's lively, right? <laughs> it's already I yeah. Just... <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> uh, put it on some steroids. <laughs> if
0: you know <laughs> what
2: I'm saying. <laughs> <Why>?
0: <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be you know we're still going to have our comics discussion, and that's actually coming up next with along with our coffee, um, because you know we're still want to make sure everyone's all caught up on the weekly comics. But at after that we're going to do our humble heroes agency segment and this time we're going to introduce our own heroes to the humble heroes agency and i think we might end up capping off our first team and then we'll start building a second team i think moving forward yeah, like next week or something
2: yeah.
0: and i think that'll be pretty cool mm-hmm. and um, after that then we're going to spend some time you know just you know talking and re- i guess reviewing the year talking about the new series talking about you know our perspectives on comics and stuff like that and then we'll round out the show so that's kind of how today's episode is going to go so we right. hope you'll enjoy it
1: let's do it man let's rock on bro yeah,
0: let's uh let's go get some coffee first come back and talk oh, about yeah, sorry i got
1: too excited i forgot about that yeah let's go get coffee but
0: <laughs> what were you gonna do with the rock on
1: i don't know just jump right into
2: just let's go into <laughs> comics. let's go all right
1: first
0: book <laughs> right, see you in a bit And we're at the comic segment. And what we do in this segment is we take some of the newest books that are coming out for some of the series that we're following for this show. And we talk about it. We break them down. We dissect them. And we talk about some of the themes and the plots and stuff like that. And we hope you enjoy the conversation. So, Victor here is going to tell us first the (laughs) coffee that we'll be having while we're having this discussion. What do we got, Victor? Today we have
1: a coffee called Nemba. Like, kind of like Nimbus. Cloud. Okay. And, uh, or like Janemba. <laughs> ah, I didn't even think about that.
0: Like, I feel like that was much closer. I feel like Nimbus. that's nim- literally part of the I spine. feel like
1: Nimbus is better. <laughs> anyway, this is from the country of Burundi <laughs> in the region of Kayanza province.
0: <laughs> we had something called Burundi, right? We did.
1: B-Burundi. Burundi. Burundi? Burundi? Yep, it was s- straight up called Burundi. Burundi. Yeah. Yep. And it's been roasted by our good friends. Even though we've never met him, Propeller uh, Coffee Company here in Toronto, Ontario.
0: Good friends, like good friends, like
1: one way. Good friends, as in, like we always drink their coffee, but they don't know that we drink their coffee.
0: I think they do. I think, I think they do. I think they follow our show on uh, on Twitter. Not like follow the show, follow the show. But well. Like on Twitter. We really I'm like pretty the coffee. sure. <laughs> but, yeah, no, no, it's it's good. I, I I enjoy them, and I'm I'm already getting a few good tastings from these. So a few good tastings, huh? Yeah, you know, that's <laughs> it's how it is. All right, so we're gonna get into book number one, but before before we do so, uh, spoiler warning, because of the way we'll be talking about these books, because of the way we'll be breaking these down. If you're new to the show, we will be, you know. Breaking down some spoilers, spoiling stuff. Yeah, because we have to. So, you know, be warned. If you have not read these books, make sure you go to your local comic shop. Make sure you pick up the book, buy the book, go home, open it up, read it, put it back in the bag, put it back on the shelf, then come listen to the show. (laughs) And uh, hopefully what we say will give you some better insight as well. Or just some cool Mm -hmm. info. I don't know. We'll see. Okay, book number one, and that is Batman number 66. is written by Tom King with art by Jorge Forniz, colors by Dave Stewart, and letters by Clayton Cowles. This is the return to the Nightmares arc. Nightmares
1: with a K. Yeah. Get it? Nightmares? Because he's yeah. the Dark Knight? Just in case you didn't get it.
0: Just Yeah, just, you know, I, I had no idea. <laughs> I had no idea the K was silent. I just, um, back to the nightmares, now I'm.
1: I. I kind of just want to know what happens to him now. You know what I mean? Like, I. I yeah. I, here's the thing. Like, these stories are they're good, right? They're they're obviously meant to sort of give you an idea of where Batman is personally, mm-hmm. and personally, he's not in a good spot. <laughs> he's he's not in a good spot. Um, he hasn't been since uh issue 50 uh, so it's been like 16 issues of him not being good so yeah well i mean minus the two where he
0: just wasn't even in this story exactly right exactly so.
1: exactly um so in this particular issue um it, it talks about uh selena and the the question is questioning her <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> listen, I, I tried not to be like punny about it. Like that was really the only way I could put it. <laughs> and um, he's questioning her as to, you know, why did she decide to leave him in in, in that moment when they were about to get married? Yeah. Right. Um, but this is still a nightmare. This is all going on in, in Batman's head. Right. So mm-hmm. um, you can tell based on the way that she's sitting the way that she's talking as well as the way that she's smoking the cigarette that Batman has mentally and emotionally is still very much um, at the mercy of this, I guess, former relationship. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you can tell that he's still very, very hurt by it. And it, it, it controls him a lot. Right. Because in, in this, in this, In the way that they've depicted her, she has all the power. Yeah. Right. She has all the power. The question is really just a manifestation of Batman's frustrations, mostly with himself. Right. Um, And it goes into a lot of the deeper questions, uh, like, say, for example, like even from Cold Days, right? Um, Such as why Batman. Can't be Batman and something else. Mm-hmm. Why does he have to be just Batman, right? He can't be Batman and happy. He can't be Batman and Bruce. It's either Batman or nothing, right? So this actually dives into that quite a bit. Um, I yeah. feel like I've been dribbling on though. So <laughs> what are what are some of your thoughts? Jerry?
0: <laughs> I, I think they touch upon they they touch upon it and they sort of make it more concrete that and, and it's harder to, it's harder to dissect that because i think this is something that's happening in his head so we don't like this, i think this is just his understanding of what her reasonings are yeah right um because i, I don't this, this isn't a real meeting no this, this is, is something that's happening in his head in his head yeah so for for me this is more based on his understanding of Selena he's coming up with reasons of why she would why she would leave and this is his reasoning and the reasoning is is upon the same conclusion that we originally saw earlier in the series right which is he can't be both at the same time because he had the note (laughs) Mm -hmm. right Um, but he wants more than a note and the note is all he has to go on, and the note is basically telling him that he can't be both at the same time. So, in order for, in order for her to protect the city, she basically had to leave him so that he can. He stay could just be Batman and be Batman. So, I think this issue explores that aspect some more, and whether or not Batman is the type of character that can have both sides. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about. Um, the same reasoning as we talked about for the, the previous time it was brought up um, mm-hmm. in the series and mm-hmm. that he he has to stay, you know, he has to stay focused and he can't lose his reasoning to be Batman. And the mm-hmm. only reason why he can be successful as Batman is because he has the reason he has the naiveness from when he was young that he had that single target, right. know, that single minded goal. Right. Um, and if he loses sight of that, then he, he can't be as efficient. So that's sort of reiterated here in this issue, but he it's also questioned by the question that. Did you he, catch that? Um, huh? Did
1: you catch that little reference that they did that too? To what do you mean? When she goes, "What you're the answer," he goes, "No, I'm the question." Oh yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Anyways, sorry. Go on.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> no, I think that was my favorite part of the issue. I sorry, think, go yeah, on. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah,
0: but. Um you know in this issue then the question says you know if what you're saying is what's making him stronger then why is he so weak right now right why is everything in his life falling apart right Mm. and I think it's it's him sort of wanting to it's Batman himself also wanting to project and be like why I understand I think Batman is coming to a realization and understanding her reasoning Mm-hmm. For leaving. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I think he's struggling with it. But his struggle isn't really with the fact that she left. His struggle is the fact that she made the decision so that he can protect Gotham. Mm-hmm. Then why is he doing such a poor job? And I think that's kind of where he is now.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's interesting at the end when she goes, okay, I lied. Right? Um, there can be a lot of... And and that's and it's that's a strange line because... He, Batman doesn't know any of her reasoning beyond the note. Yes. So for her to say in his nightmare that, okay, I lied. Like, is that Batman now trying to rationalize another reason as to why she maybe would leave? I think so. Right? Yeah. Um. Because then it... Because then it insinuates in his own head that there's a another reason as to why this is all happening. Yeah, right. Because he's figuring out that, yeah, that he, this is all a nightmare. Because he's yeah. he's said that in every it, he's realized it in every issue yeah. so far.
0: And yeah. even the question here says like he's needs help getting out of it. Yeah, right. But his needing help to get out of it is knowing what the reasoning is, and I think. The note itself was the reason, and he realizes now that the reason doesn't make sense. Yeah, because if the reason does, if the reason did make sense, he would be a better Batman he'd now. Be, he'd
1: be okay with it. Yeah. yeah, he
0: would be a better Batman than he was before the incident, and he would be better off with for it. So he understands that's not the case now, and that everything in his life is faltering. Mm-hmm. And now he's seeing that that's not the reason. Mm-hmm. you know because he he also understands that Selena's calculated right, right. Selena understands him Selena calculates mm-hmm. a lot of things mm-hmm. so because of that I, I think whatever reasoning she's going to give him it's going to be the proper reasoning so that's why that note he felt like was a lie
1: right um, either that or that's just part of the f- uh, the fact that he's realizing that this is all a dream anyway
2: yeah, you know what be. I mean.
1: Yeah, uh, and that's sort of his own way out of it. The one thing that actually really surprises me is how well Batman understands his own psychology, right? Yeah, because in 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 all of these issues, he's he's having such he's having deep conversations basically with himself about himself, right? So, in order for that to happen, he has to have a very deep understanding of how his mind works what's going on with his mind um and what are the results of his mind being that way right so i think this particular issue is is a very good example of him knowing himself very well but Mm -hmm. despite that fact you know just like you said a lot of things haven't really been going his way and i think that's also now part of the realization his his own realization that uh, someone's got me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right I think this is all part of his own realization so uh, yeah again like I said I at this point I, I don't want any more nightmares like I just want to know like what's going on with Batman
0: well lucky for you <laughs> lucky for you okay there's one more
1: that's not lucky for that's me. not
0: lucky <laughs> yeah, I just but to I, I much mean more. at least it's like <laughs> one more at least
1: it's only like one more right but yeah
0: see and I, I really enjoy the way this was written mm-hmm. and that he's talking about when um, she's talking about how um, he, he's not like us he's not like them they have powers um, and he's just he, he's a man that operates on a vow right and the vow has gotten him this far to, to survive mm-hmm. right so that also sort of reiterates the point that they had from earlier which was why do why does he need the real reason the reason that I've given him is the reason that will keep him the strong keep him going the strongest Mm -hmm. right and I think that's that's why it's so it's bothering him so much and that's why the question is involved too because it's not the the question needs to get to the answer right so it's an interesting choice I think and Mm -hmm. I think Utilizing that character here is is a great way to to sort of introduce certain like particular certainties Mm -hmm. because the question needs to get to the answer. Yeah, right. So introducing characters that way sort of puts you on that path. So Mm -hmm. I I think it's pretty well it's pretty well reiterated.
2: Yeah, yeah. This
0: is a good chapter to come back to. I think post the
1: price crossover yeah well
0: because i don't think this was that hard to understand or that hard to decipher
1: no it 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 brings you sort of right back into the fold right Mm -hmm. which i think is um which this issue does a really good job of like you said um i'm just trying to think i had a point and then i totally forgot it because you started talking um
0: wow Wow.
1: (laughs) is it about batman it's it's about Batman. Oh yeah, I was gonna say like I think I think <laughs> See, I, got you. I, got I think I think, <laughs> I think her note for the most part is is the actual truth from her. Like because we've had a chance to read the note, right? Uh yeah, but
0: no, the, the note is the truth yeah, in the sense that it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 the truth in terms of what she's trying to say, what she's trying to project. But her true reasoning for leaving isn't like, and I think that this issue, this issue, is trying to explore why he doesn't believe that to be the true mm-hmm. reasoning because he is not a better Batman, mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. right? He
0: hasn't gone back to what he was before. He wasn't stronger, and he also talked about the point here where he was able to take down Harvey, um, or she talked about it, or he talked about, it? she talked about it in here, but it's like in his mind. Mm-hmm so really he's talking about it so he took like they took down harvey because he with the help of selena double crossed harvey yeah right so he knows like he's he's now coming up with scenarios like i i can be a better batman with her Mm -hmm. with her by my side like Mm -hmm. she can be helpful right she can be a great ally and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so i think he's also justifying that yes you saying you leaving makes me stronger makes me stick to my vow to protect Gotham Mm -hmm. but that has actually made me a worse Batman made me an unprepared Batman a Batman that's now stuck in nightmares yeah right so I think this this it brings it back to like okay I know you made your point but I don't think
1: that's it I think this would have been a better part 5 than a part 4 you think so yeah well
0: part 5 is probably gonna be her explaining that she like how she
1: oh maybe 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 is there a synopsis for part five out yet next week i think yeah yeah but uh i mean either way like i said if it's if part five isn't the continuation of this then this should have been part five okay yeah because uh because this is obviously what haunts him the most right so uh Batman, how'd you get yourself into this man i just want to know i just need the answers i need the question to get to the answers bro (laughs) you're the question (laughs) i'm the question now (laughs) vic the question young (laughs) what am i alan iverson
0: (laughs) (laughs) no you're the guy that plays against alan iverson oh my gosh
1: (laughs) Oh, no, yeah, that's right. Because he's, 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 he's the answer, man. <laughs> the question The question would be like, Taron Lou or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was an answer on that one. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, you know, I, I think that pretty much covers it. I think it's a good welcome back to form in terms of where Batman left off a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because the price, obviously, he didn't write it uh he story i think he storyboarded it with josh but he didn't write it so mm-hmm. the tone was very different and I, but as a return to the nightmares arc i think this job like this book did a pretty good job mm-hmm. at it so. i think so too yeah. yeah 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 all right so why don't we go on to book number two then and that's green lantern number five it's written by grant morrison written art by liam sharp i already said who's written by uh <laughs> colors by steve Olaf and letters by tom orzachowski
1: uh, this one was easier to follow this time, like way easier. Like way easier. Like I knew it was going on every every panel,
0: but I felt like he was going through like a series of sorority uh, tests. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's getting hazed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, no, that, the 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 overall story is good. Now we know why he's here, uh, whereas it wasn't so clear the last two issues.
0: It, it's. I, I feel like that was always an underlying thing yeah. That he was going to be working for Oa.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When he murdered the guy You know The honeycomb eyeball guy Yeah When he took him out I felt like Okay He's operating on some sort of level
1: Yeah Cause he also is not the kind of guy that would Just go and do that yeah. Which is why I was so upset when he did it Yeah Right Grant Morrison, man, gone be good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but it's also one of those stories where it's like, okay, he's an undercover cop. And like, the, I think the difference driving it this time around is I feel like by the end of the story, he might actually become like, Black Star like, Parallax. Yeah. Like a real Black Star Parallax. How crazy because, would that be? Yeah, that'll be, that'll be intense. Because clearly in this issue, they're trying to set up the Black Stars as... Um, this this band of people mm-hmm. that will, will stay together to protect each other yeah. and even you know during parts of the test it's all him giving himself up to the collective mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and it's it's the ideology that Green Lanterns had which is you know to work with the collective to work as part of a a group of sort of this intergalactic s- space cop mm-hmm. essentially right mm-hmm. but they're also just working directly under the command of the guardians of oa what mm. the guardians of the universe so i i feel like this collective of black star the black stars as we you know is the direction of where hell jordan needs to go and yeah. i think that's why the story is written out this way in this issue mm. and at the end of it i really feel like he's gonna end up joining the black stars like for real joining like for real stars. for real yeah. yeah for real uh after he kills adam strange which is crazy uh, i was like oh yeah when i saw
1: the twist i was like oh why you gotta do that to my boy uh my boy adam strange <laughs> oh well it is
2: what it is I one guess. of the
0: three strangers in the comics universe <laughs>
1: <laughs> um yeah. I mean to be honest, like I'm not at a point in the story where I can like fully form an opinion because I still kinda don't really know what's going on. Uh doesn't Blackstar kinda seem like a like a like a multi level marketing scheme though?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes, they do.
1: <laughs> there were specific
0: panels too where I thought it was like, oh man, these guys are really selling it hard
2: here. Yeah. Yet.
1: This guy's like like green lanterns about to become part of this pyramid scheme right now as what's going on. He's about to make Bel- Belzebeth a lot of money right now. <laughs> uh but again, like I mean the issue overall I think was like again, now I could follow it, which is which is really good. It makes sense now. Um and I don't know. I'm actually kind of waiting to see if he actually does it or not. That's the only thing. If he like actually, join? If he actually no, if he actually is, is going to kill Strange.
0: Oh oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Strange.
1: Uh, Adam Strange. Adam Strange. He's not a doctor. He's Doctor Adam Strange. Doc- <laughs> is he a doctor? No, I don't know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> no. I don't think so. Yeah, if he's actually going to kill Adam Strange or not, or Steven's
0: a doctor, or Hugo it, is.
1: Hugo is a doctor. Yeah. Or if he's going to trick Elizabeth in a way to make her believe that he killed him. Cause that's some that's some Hal Jordan level trickery. Also some Grant Morrison level writing. Or maybe he just kills him, and then he wishes him back later with the Seven Dragon Balls. (laughs) The seven. Could you imagine
0: if they did seven black stars? (laughs) They're like, why do you call black stars now? You know why?
1: (laughs) Could you imagine if they did like a Green Lantern X Dragon Ball Z crossover? And then it's Green Lantern going across the universe to look for the Seven Dragon Balls, <laughs> the Super Dragon Balls. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyways,
0: whereas like the Saiyans keep powering up, like he's just got this one suit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I could turn even more green. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My willpower is never ending. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs>
1: How did we get here? I don't know. (laughs) uh,
0: Oh, man. Oh, we went off the rails on that one. um, But really, in, in this issue, I think what makes this issue easier to follow is you're having a direct conversation between these two characters, and it's following in its exact path of what he's doing. Yeah. And a lot of what she's testing him actually makes a lot of sense. You Know, I'll be a very markety, like marketing employee, yeah, but it makes a lot of sense. And even at the end, when he's like, when he's fighting that dude or that big uh worm, yeah, where it was like, okay, how's he gonna get out of this one? And then she's just like, uh, uh, you have the support and protection of your black star comrades, comrades. Yeah, we needed to be sure you could sacrifice your considerable ego and surrender to the collective. And it's, I was like, wow, okay, that's, that's like literal, that's like literal recruiting. But yeah, okay, that's
1: that's the, uh, that's that's the craziest marketing scheme I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Just put a worm against this guy, and
1: I've worked in sales a long time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, it's like you you sort of think back you reflect back on all the times um all the times that the guardians have asked them to do things right yeah. and the guardians have always asked them you know do this do that for the the better of the galaxy or the universe or whatever right yeah um
1: and then he's oh, like Ben Diesel he's back
0: oh he's- <laughs>
1: Dominic Toretto <laughs> family is he just doing
0: la- cuz we heard him earlier when we're doing sound I think he's soon, doing right? laps I think he's just doing laps there's but he's taking like big laps he's like it's like yeah like his lap goes out to like like, the Saga
1: and then he comes back (laughs) he comes back Yeah, he's uh, he's doing the Grand Prix (laughs) (laughs) good luck buddy good luck
0: (laughs) (laughs) and uh, I think he says that um, oh yeah if he gets caught then we disown you I didn't think that outcome would be a particular deterrent and I was like when you really think about it like the Guardians have always just used the Green Lanterns to achieve what they need Mm -hmm. right um even though like reasoning aside the way they approach it is very robotic Mm -hmm. but whereas he's now finding this um he's now finding these black stars and he's like okay um these guys are sort of accepting me as part of them already yeah and there's the part later on where he's talking about um like he's talking about the network already and stuff like that right and he's yeah. talking about um them like rumors of assembling the weapon and mm-hmm. then she's like you like you sound like you already know those questions can make you very untrustworthy yeah and then i'm like so like you already know this why do you trust <laughs> mm-hmm. which is crazy mm-hmm. so you know there's some there's a so for me there's a little bit of a hole. like it it all goes too smooth Mm -hmm. Uh, you know like if i'm trying to
1: like really get to my point i feel like she really wanted to recruit him it
0: just it's gone a little too
1: smooth so haven't you realized that that's always the case with multi-level marketing it's just always so easy just to get in but you can never get out never get out (laughs) he is now forever he's black star parallax <laughs> <laughs> that, that name was so cool when yeah he, when he's like black star parallax I was like my boy <laughs> we're getting somewhere now I think I think just like you said uh, earlier I think he will actually become black star parallax, black star parallax. I think so and then uh all Olivo all was gonna be like, we we shouldn't have sent them out there. <laughs> but I feel like that's that's always been the case from time to time. There was ah, we shouldn't have sent them out there, <laughs> and they always keep sending them out there.
0: They got an entire core of of willing Green Lanterns. They send this one guy who's a multi-time renegade.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but and, and I feel like that's the thing is is that's what he does though, right? Like he. Like, he's reliably really the only Green Lantern that can really do the kind of stuff that they send him out to do. That's why they keep sending him out, right? Like, the real, like, big-time, like, galactic stuff, like, that's him. You're not going can send Kilowog to do the rest of it? No.
0: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you know
1: what I mean? But, like, you would send,
0: like, Jon Stewart. He's capable. Much more disciplined. You send Kyle Rayner. Yeah, but is Cal still alive in the universe I think so right in this universe I think so I yeah probably <laughs> I was thinking more Injustice but um, like you would you would send
1: yeah like I don't know I feel like but, I feel like, either... but I feel like Hal can like really get himself out of tough spots though you know what I mean like, he could, like just the way he thinks like he's so crafty
0: like okay, he, yeah. he's for
1: sure is like the craftiest lantern
0: okay right,
1: for sure yeah. is the craftiest like he won't simply just fight his way out of stuff like, John Stewart will just, if he gets in an issue, he'll just fight his way out of it. Yeah. Right? I don't know, I don't know Kyle Rayner too well to really give a judgment of his character. And Guy
0: Gardner's obviously a fighter. He'll just fight his way out of it. Yeah. For sure. Who
1: was the original Green Lantern? Scott Allen? Uh, Allen no, Scott? Allen
0: Alan Scott? Allen Scott. Scott <laughs> imagine
1: sending, I'm sending him, imagine <laughs> sending <at> him Allen Scott. <laughs> 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 this guy's not even really part of VOA. <laughs> he, had,
0: he had a crazy good uh, story on, um, when oh I, I, yeah I love that character when they did uh, uh, New Fifty Two yeah and they did Earth Two mm. and it was I think it was James Robinson that wrote it yeah uh, James Robinson Nicholas Scott oh my goodness that Alan Scott story is so good so good loved it but uh, too bad it didn't like
1: really translate into I think, it
0: didn't live long yeah um and. It was the story where, like, on Earth 2, the beginning of that was the Trinity dies. Mm-hmm. And it's all these, like, secondary... Not so much secondary, but, like, outside the Trinity heroes mm-hmm. that needs to keep going. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty good. I liked it.
1: I may have to check it. I actually never read that, so... Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. You, I think you'd like it. I think you'd like it.
1: You don't it. know me, bro. <laughs> I,
0: don't, I just... I can only think... Okay, so... <laughs> Um, but yeah it was a straightforward issue I would say Uh, not too much to I mean you can dive a little bit into his psyche but I feel like you know we've kind of covered that and in terms of like plot wise fairly straightforward Mm -hmm. yeah All right. so let's go on to our next book which is Justice League number 19 (coughs) it's written by Scott Snyder art by Jorge Jimenez and colors by Alejandro Sanchez and letters by Tom (coughs) Napolitano
1: Artwork was crazy, first and foremost. Artwork was super crazy, this issue. Too crazy. Now, no, there's so no such sir- thing. No no, so uh, it's very <laughs> The only thing I could think of when reading this issue was just like, okay, like what kind of craziness is going to happen next for these guys? Because they're obviously going into another mini-arc now, Yeah,
0: right? But the biggest craziness is I want to see how you pronounce that guy's name.
1: Uh, Mixius Pitlick. Mixi- who? Mixius Pitlick
0: Mixius Picklick. Yeah Is that what is that? how you pronounce it? Yeah It's Mixius Pitlick Oh that's Nice <laughs> it, You know how long it took me? So I was reading the book right? I finished reading the book I'm like I'm gonna yeah. have to talk about the character on the show So I started watching YouTube videos of like How they pronounce it Yeah So I came to the conclusion And I think it was from The animated series Superman animated series I yeah. think And it's Mixius Picklick.
1: Yeah Mixius Picklick. That's that's actually where I learned how to pronounce it was from the oh, Superman nice. okay.
0: animated yeah, series, yeah. 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 So it's Mixes Picklick. I'm like, "Okay, cool." Yeah. But then as I was going through it, Eva was like Eva was here reading a book and then I started playing it. And it was just like cartoon sounds, right? And he yeah. was like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm trying to pronounce this guy's name." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying to learn how to pronounce this guy's name.
1: <laughs> uh yeah, it's so funny because mixy's pit like is actually like one of the most powerful, powerful characters yeah. in the dc universe right yeah um and he displayed that
0: here and i think oh, it was very sure, yeah. well
1: represented oh yeah like he is yeah. very very powerful and the only way to stop him like mentioned in this issue is for it is for him to say his name uh backwards i believe right? Backwards, yeah uh, um and you have to like and that's the thing like with mixy's pit like the whole thing with him is he he wants to play games he just wants to just like Mess around, right? Yeah. So, whenever he shows up um, in a TV show or in a or in, a, or in a, an issue, it's always just a game of Superman trying to get him to say his name backwards somehow. Like he just forgets, says it backwards, and sends him back to his own dimension.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. That's 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 been like the game for like a long time. <laughs> right. So, um, it's interesting that they that they actually bring him back as sort of a catalyst character. Yes, right to to get them to the the sixth dimension, um, which is really only reserved for like four individuals so far, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which is the Forger, the Monitor, Anti-Monitor, and the Perpetual herself, right? Um, and the whole goal of this issue is they're just they're just trying to get to the sixth dimension. <laughs> um, some very uh, interesting revelations after that. First of which is like. This George Clooney looking Superman comes out, <laughs> like
0: this, uh...
1: <laughs> like that's him after sixty years. <laughs> that's this, pretty good, <laughs> <this> Papa Superman.
0: <laughs> he, what, what? How many years was he gone? Sixty. It was sixty. Yeah, six decades. Oh, six decades! Wow. But and this it's... suit
1: is awesome, though. Like this suit he's oh,
0: got yeah. on is sick. Yeah, but. Right from the get-go,
1: I felt like that's too quick. That's way too quick. You like, know. for him to, like, like I feel like for sure something is up. Yeah. Right? Because, you know, they display the panels right after. Like, Superman doesn't know where he's at. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, but I think what really gave it away for me is um, he goes through it. And it's self-proclaimed Superman coming back. Yeah. But six decades later. So it's mm-hmm. the same guy that comes back. Yeah. So what I found strange was that they go in and Barry Allen looking like a child goes running, walking and strutting into this door. And so they go through and they see themselves. Yeah. So and it's almost like it's too perfect. It's too perfect. And like if if the way that this travel works, the way that it worked on Superman they would not see themselves. Yeah. They would see themselves in, like, they themselves will become those future versions. Yeah. Because Superman here doesn't get represented. Like, present-day Superman doesn't get represented. It's Mm -hmm. the future Superman. Mm -hmm. So, they're actually just seeing a brand new set of people. Yeah. So, that's what, like, even before the whole Superman panels afterwards, the darkness panels, Yeah. that's when I was like, that's completely wrong. That seems completely off. Because there's no way that these guys will see themselves they would just become them
1: yeah exactly yeah uh also what's pretty cool uh the way they i mean aside from the fact this whole thing was weird when they were seeing themselves they, they drew john stewart as a white lantern yeah and he can control the whole visible spectrum um if whole uh emotional spectrum on his on his hand i'm not sure you, see, you can see all the different colors on there he's got red blue green yeah yellow, i just i just noticed
0: that now i noticed the white lantern thing i didn't notice the rings
1: yeah he can control yeah. the whole emotional spectrum that's crazy this is like he's like the craziest green lantern now <laughs> oh, the craziest <laughs> lantern you can't call him a green lantern now uh, if he can control all of them mine is black of course uh if they make a pop figure of this superman i I'd pick i i think so good i would highly consider it i don't know if i would but I this do. this artwork like i do it like this concept of like uh, how old is he? Which is like ninety year old Superman. Like, yeah, like that's crazy. That's actually yeah. such a like so such good, good artwork.
0: <laughs> and like, I like how everybody has some semblance of the new look on them. Batman, yeah. full black. Batman doesn't care.
1: Black and red. Yeah. He really doesn't care. He, that, doesn't I don't care. even think that's Bruce Wayne to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> because he wouldn't be alive, right? Because Bruce Wayne Bruce is just a human. <laughs>
0: That's true. Well, same thing so, with John so is Stewart. John right? Stewart. But, uh, but but John Stewart's but got the ring. He's
1: got the rings. uh rings. And he's a White Lantern. Yeah, that's true. Also, uh, Barry can just control the Speed Force, and and like they just age very, very like much slower. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and John John's is an alien. John, but Wonder Woman. I mean, not Wonder Woman. uh um, Hawkeye. I don't know. That's that could be just a different that, iteration of that Hawk could Girl. just be a different, different iteration. Yeah, and the Wonder Woman is, uh, oh, Wonder Woman. Watch well, Wonder Woman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm kind of interesting, interested in seeing what kind of revelation. Because again, like this is, this is too perfect. Yeah. Now come inside and let me tell you the story of how we saved everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That had a very Reed
0: Richards vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah, and I got really excited because I was like. Because then, then I started thinking back on like uh, Jonathan Hickman's uh, Fantastic Four run. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that was some exciting stuff. Mm-hmm. So when, when this happened, I was like, oh, if we're on that type of path, that would be really intense.
1: Also, 90-year-old Superman is like super jacked. Yeah. Like, like more jacked. Like more jacked than he was when like 30 years prior or 60 years prior. 60 years prior, yeah. <laughs> but
0: yeah, no, it's... It poses some interesting questions. it's because in in this book they talk about the concept of being removed from time, right? yeah, so Mi' picklick he himself exists and sees everything he sees every possible ending because he the concept of time doesn't exist, so yes. he is everywhere and anywhere, yeah, right, so what's crazy is he already knows the plan doesn't work,
1: uh no, he doesn't actually. Uh, I thought he
0: said that he that the plan doesn't work oh no he says the six dimension stuff he can't even he, see he can't, can't see yeah he can't
1: okay. yeah so he doesn't know if it's gonna work or not yeah because that's an extra dimension beyond what he can comprehend yeah right Um, which is actually crazy that this is something that um that even he can't uh, sort of deal with mm-hmm. right I like how he also mentions that there's a second imp and, and the, the other just watching over, watch over Batman
0: <laughs> yeah actually yeah when he said that I was like Batman of all people Batman I was like I understand Batman's important to the to like the DC universe but like to the actual universe in there yeah. I don't know it's just a man <laughs> in a bat suit
1: <laughs> I just can't get over how good the artwork is here yeah. it's so great yeah
0: Jorge Jimenez is really good and I think he draws very fluid artwork he draws very expressive artwork and I feel like it's one of those, you know. If you if you're gonna f- put down like these new looks, it, you, you want it to be him.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then uh, uh, the perpetual stuff again. Uh, it's just it's just the legion just talking, just more talking from them. But Luther called the called Brainiac his friend, which is weird.
0: Yeah, a oh, f- friend. My friend.
1: It's like Are you sure. <laughs> I know you guys had like a weird like fusion bonding moment but (laughs) that's right yeah (laughs) but that was weird but Uh, i I like how sometimes like it hits
0: me where it's like the heroes are making a move it's like you clearly know what you're doing is bad yeah because for the most part villains don't say the heroes (laughs) Uh, you know like it's sometimes it i mean they must do all the time but sometimes it just catches me off guard it's like oh so you're fully aware you're a bad guy in this situation
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh man and then at the end when Superman realizes he's trapped yeah like it's a trap for him right because all you got all these dead Superman here
0: yeah I it actually didn't occur to me at first that it was all dead
1: Superman like how many Superman men are here like it's gotta be in like the dozens yeah like from all these different not even like the main 52 like you're talking about Superman from outside of that now right yeah
0: the fear in his eye I think was really well presented. When he first like opened his eyes and saw what he produced the heat and saw. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like,
1: "Oh man. That's that's rough." <laughs> yeah. It's, it's rough. But he'll find his way out.
0: I don't know. Like that's it's literally designed without sunlight.
1: Yeah, but there's someone all...
0: else has got to go in there. But there's it, you know,
1: there's someone else so has got m- to There's so in. much plot armor, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean that's you know That's typical Superman Yeah but exactly Someone else has got to Go into that dimension To get him because yeah. you know, he, he won't be able To get out of it <laughs>
1: you know? No I don't think so either
0: <laughs> But yeah It's uh, you know Pretty straightforward issue It introduces some cool stuff But in terms of like Plot wise Pretty straightforward you
1: know yeah I, I, pretty straightforward for it's it's been like. pretty straightforward for the last yeah. little while right so i mean unfortunately that just means that there isn't much to talk about when it comes to these issues but uh you know at, at least at least we we get the gist of the story and mm-hmm. uh we can sort of make our own conclusions about it at the end right as opposed to like green yeah. Lantern, i can't make any conclusions about any issues <laughs> but i, I but I, at the same time that's like having that different reading experiences is, is also nice too yeah, yeah right yeah. like you don't want to have everything like predictable all the time right mm-hmm. which is it makes it uh, for some boring reading
0: yeah I, I think the the one cool thing in this issue that i did bring up is the whole idea of the fifth dimension yeah and i think that fifth dimension in this particular case works out pretty well in a sense that at the beginning of the series, they already sort of talked about that with uh, with perpetual flying, or the, or you know the um, oh god, I even forgot the the name of it now, the totality, yeah, flying through time
2: mm-hmm.
0: and sort of existing on all levels of time, right, right. I think that is sort of hinted at more here today as well with this issue mm-hmm. because they're now bringing these multi-dimensional stuff and talking about being displaced at a time and everything happening at once sort of harkens back to the totality at the beginning, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. I think that was a pretty cool touch.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's good that they're at least keeping like everything consistent, right? Yeah. Because a yeah. lot of the times, like when you go on, you know, longer runs like this, mm-hmm. I think it's easy to forget, right? But again, like the uh, they've already planned a f- these things a few months ahead of time, so. Yeah, 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 of course so I mean you would hope that at least they have the consistency (laughs) (laughs) alright so
0: I think that I think that about wraps up that book for us
1: Mm -hmm. Um, okay let's go on to
0: our next book which is Young Justice number 3 written by Brian Michael Bendis art by Patrick Gleason and Victor Bogdanovich on pencil Jonathan Glapian Alejandro Sanchez and Chris Sotomayor for inks colors by Hi-Fi and letters by Carlos M. Manguel and Josh
1: Reed? Um, I feel like I just read an issue that, like, just resembled the TV show. uh, (laughs) Which I'm sure I've said many times. Um, I, I don't really know what to think about this issue. And and the reason why is because I liked the story. Mm -hmm. Uh, i I also but at the same I like the story, I also just don't really care for it at the same time.
0: Does that make any sense? I think you like okay, so the way that i'm the way that I think about it <laughs> is I'm actually really enjoying the characters, yeah and the story they're going through mm-hmm. together. I don't care about the story, right, like I don't care where the story ends up, yeah, but I care <laughs> about the fact that these characters are going through a story
1: mm-hmm. Like this revelation with uh, with Connor Kent was, was crazy that he has a he has a wife and kid on Gemworld.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: I think that was probably the craziest revelation uh, in this in this series so far, and they've introduced two new characters. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: I think Bart Allen's hilarious in this. By the way,
1: oh, he's like the. the I, that's like bart allen to a t like that's a very accurate representation of who he is as a character yeah um as impulse right um what i did like about this issue is that they focused more on connor mm-hmm. uh which is what i wanted from the beginning because uh he was like in the first issue and then disappeared yeah right even though this is only like the third. three yeah, yeah
0: so and in an issue two like, makes a mention at the very end. So, what happened
1: to Connor? Yeah, exactly. And then that was a cliffhanger. What happens to Connor? Find out next on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, again, it's 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 another straightforward story. Um, I did find this, actually, a, a little more faster pace than what Bendis would normally write. hmm because a lot has happened so far in these past three issues. Yeah. Um, now it's just a matter of uh, where do you go from here? Because because this is such a unique story in 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 terms of its setting and and what he's having the main characters do. It's kind of a little more difficult to decipher what's going to happen. And mm-hmm. again, like I'm not like having those issues are good. I just I don't I don't know. I just wish I I knew what to expect a little bit more Mm -hmm. in this one. Uh, for me, like not knowing exactly what to expect is is a little little off putting. Um, but that's just me personally. That I'm not saying the the issue (laughs) is bad. That's just me personally.
0: Uh, I think it's uh it's not it's not so much knowing exactly what's going to happen, but having a direction. Yeah, I don't
1: know where it's going. I think that's yeah. I think that's probably uh, for for
0: this for this story is. Because it's so out there, because it's so wacky on this general stuff, you don't really know the direction they're going, yeah. right? And um, you know, obviously, Bendis is having fun building this team. He's having fun with the interactions. He's creating some interesting banter. Um, the all, all of these characters have very lively personalities, yeah. But the direction of where the story is going to go is still very muddy at this point, point. and I think it's it, it's it's going to get to a point where if he doesn't start like sort of putting a direction on it or sort of like an end in sight for the arc yeah it's going to feel like it, you're slowly going to out you're going to fizzle you're
1: going to fizzle out of it yeah right? you're going to
0: fizzle out of the team build um so I, I do think while the first few issues interesting characters hilarious characters and very well-interacted characters yeah they're in a sandbox that has no end right now and i feel like there needs to be some sort of direction to to put this on track yeah so that you can now have these characters do you know sort of more meaningful things
1: i definitely feel like um i definitely feel like i'm just uh you're just watching a sh- like watching a video show? a video on youtube oh okay yeah. like we're like like somebody that's doing like a gmod video <laughs> you know what i mean like there's no there's no end in like there's no point to it yeah. but it's entertaining. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. That's kind of how I see this series so far. Like there's no point to it but it's entertaining. Yeah. And I'll, re- and I'll read it because of that. Yeah. Right?
0: Like I think my favorite moments from these first few issues have all been character moments. Right. And I think those are more those build a stronger team and build a better cast mm-hmm. but it's not like Oh, this crazy event happened. It's like this guy said something really hilarious. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where Bendis's bread and butter is. Mm-hmm. But he I think he does need to move the story along a little faster. And, and it's crazy because this is this is
1: already go. faster than <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well no, it's fast like paced because of the Oh way but the but speak. in terms but, like, of the
1: progression. Like, yeah. It's
2: the, like.
0: the progression really like th- there's just no direction of where to go. Yeah, right. So um but yeah, in in general with this book I feel like you you get some interesting revelations about Connor Kent, you get some interesting development about how he ended up on Gemworld. Yeah. Um but I found one thing I did find that was a little hard to follow at the end was who was actually talking out of each of those holes.
1: Uh there
0: were some where I was like okay but some you have to kind of flip back and be like okay which one which hole was it because all the holes have a very specific pattern to it with a specific thing outside of it like that little goo or whatever yeah and then obviously amethyst is the one with the purple but there was a few where like you you watch them and they're doing stuff and you're like oh i i kind of wonder which one is which
1: yeah uh and those ones i just because it didn't matter really who was saying what to be honest right
0: yeah but yeah. it's a it's for me it's disorienting to not know who it is
1: i was just like all right well someone's talking and uh <laughs> as long as because i can't put a voice to it right and I...
0: especially because what all the other ones have a voice to it mm-hmm. and out of nowhere you have a few where you don't have a voice to it it's kind of
1: weird i kind of just inserted my own voices like i put like spongebob in there somehow <laughs>
0: one's Spongebob the other one's Patrick responding to him who's (laughs) Bart that's exactly the panel I'm looking at
1: (laughs) that's something you would say too (laughs) Um,
0: but yeah it's (laughs) it's it's pretty cool Um, it's a it's a cool I think it's a it's an interesting way to display that dialogue and display that sort of group conversation Mm -hmm. that they're all talking out of these holes and like that's how it's represented yeah some of them was a little confusing for the most part they were okay
1: yeah exactly yeah. uh like i said it's um it's one of those stories where there's no point to it but it's entertaining yeah so I will, it's just things happen and things happen just things yeah. are just happening
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah so you know i
0: i'm enjoying the series so far um and i think The conversations we're going to have on this series, though, for the most part, is going to be pretty straightforward.
1: Yeah, you know, for sure.
0: Yeah. All right, so I think that about covers that book for us. Let's go on to our last book, which is Die Number Four. It's written by Kieran Gillen, art by Stephanie Hans, and letters by Clayton Cowell.
1: This one felt kind of Green Lantern-ish for me. Like I wasn't exactly sure what was going on until like maybe halfway through the issue uh and again, I think it's just more um more environment building mm-hmm. uh, more of how this world works, and now we know that a lot of like everything in that's going on is dictated by soul, yeah, right everything like down to a t is dictated by him, right uh because they uh the group is aiming for a particular goal soul knows this so he creates <laughs> like this crazy like alright well you gotta do this now you gotta do three times and it, it, like he's basically making it very difficult for them to get at him yeah um, and difficult for them to get out uh, which I believe uh, his purpose is obviously to keep them there with him forever because he wants to keep playing right um uh but that leaves things uh it leaves things too open ended for me if that makes any sense right like there's no there's no general rules in which this world follows mm-hmm. the only rule that this world follows is that whatever soul says says goes yes and that's it right so i, I predict I mean, there's no, there's not going to be any happy issues in Die. Like, Die is very much like, there's going to be no happy issues until they yeah, leave. Yeah. Right. And who knows when that's going to be. Um, so, uh, f- this particular issue for me was a very, uh, very dark one. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they're all dark, but this one was particularly dark. Um, especially whoops move that too quickly especially when they go into um uh when they go into the grief knights character and and sort of his he goes into his personal story about his mother and then his his daughter right Mm -hmm. uh and i was like whoa guys i'm just here to read a good story (laughs) not here to cry (laughs) which you know this is actually a really really good story um but right now it's again it's just still early in its world building phase. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's though again they are moving this along quite quickly near the end when ash suddenly just des- decides to like mess the place up just to attract souls attention. Yeah. So that That's, could... that was very D&D like. Very D&D like, yeah, yeah.
0: Which I think was a really good sort of nod to the game yeah like this is still based on a, a person's imagination of a world right yeah and this is them playing along to what is essentially the dm of the world
1: playing along until they decide not to play along exactly right yeah. and it happens in dd all the time all the time right i mean you love to do that so <laughs> all the you, you love to just derail the whole thing and frustrate the dm <laughs> which is why i never play with you um wow. <laughs> I mean I don't play D&D really. Listen, some in people general. love derailing D&D. But then I, I mean do it but to like add some spice to, <laughs> to the story degree, yeah. but don't frustrate the guy, he right? not frustrated. Like no, he's fine. Well, I mean I mean I'm not talking about anybody specifically, right? <laughs> Let's make this clear here. I'm not talking about anybody specifically. However, if somebody has a particular course in mind, yeah right let's try and like at least like stay on there a little bit. well you know? okay okay I'll, I'll say this i'll say this okay say 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 this <laughs>
0: <laughs> i think it makes it harder to plan a, a story right but i think it makes it easier to build a world because when things get derailed is when <laughs> events are happening in the world and i think using that as timestamps to build a world i think it's
1: interesting but then like here in my only issue with that then okay now we're sort of just off topic here but my only issue with that which relates
0: to this story too
1: yeah and my only issue with that is um uh is consistency Mm -hmm. right because the thing is like when you have constant derailing like sometimes a dm will simply just throw an answer at you just to just to shut you up right and just to just to keep the story moving forward yeah but then like when a similar situation comes up they've forgotten about the previous situation then they give you a different resolution
0: but see that's that's then up to the dm the dm needs to i feel like i feel like i've been fortunate enough to play in campaigns where my dms knows how to react to situations. i
1: think you're just fortunate in life in general and you should be uh, appreciative of that
2: especially with my first <laughs> child coming along you know where, it's where did that city. come from bro <laughs> if, if we're, if we're gonna get real <laughs> sentimental here um,
0: but no I, I feel like the, the campaigns that I played in the DMs have all been very have all received things like that very well like they yeah. they, they react well to it they build worlds around it and and so far it's been successful. Yeah. And it creates very interesting story elements and very interesting plot points right. when things like that those changes happen. Mm-hmm. Because if you build good characters in the world, then they already have certain motives and they will react to situations in very particular ways. Yeah. But if you if those aren't fleshed out, then that's when you start getting confused and you're like you don't know what to do with these guys.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Um I I mean my my D d experience isn't super extensive um but I mean, I do agree with your points like I think that um like it does create good world building and in this particular situation that stands very true right because I can only imagine how much the environment is going to develop based on what Ash is going to do the next issue, right. Uh, and it's pretty ingenious cause like yeah, cause, cause he, I was
0: thinking like oh man these guys are gonna go through and then I was already in my head I was envisioning where this series is going I was like yeah. okay so they're gonna meet these guys that's another arc that's another arc of that and then she throws it all off and she's just like let's yeah just, so let's just, let's just get get trash right,
1: this place let's just get right to the meat Yeah, <laughs> let's just trash this place make them come to us and I was like <laughs> genius and that's the thing and chances are he probably will, right? Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, when you're trying to think about things from the perspective of a a DM, there's obviously certain things within their narrative that they've created that they're very proud of. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you, as a player, go and mess that up, for sure the DM is going to try and kill you. (laughs) Well, not kill you, but, like, he's he's gonna make your life very hard for trying to make his life harder <laughs> right and then that's uh that's a no bueno for everybody which i which I, I thankfully i'm sure it's not happened to you or anybody within your last couple of campaigns <laughs> certainly hasn't happened to me because i don't really don't care that much but because <laughs> the thing is like when i play uh, dnd D I, I i'm a very like Go with the flow, guy. Go with the story type thing. Go with the yeah. story, but I, but that's because I'm very focused on building my personal character, mm-hmm. right? How does my personal character react to the environment, mm-hmm. right? As opposed to going the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um. But yeah. Now, like,
0: now, don't get me wrong. It's not. I. I don't think. Like I think there's a very clear distinction between messing a world up and yeah. messing up a plan. Right. So. When faced with certain situations, if your character is built a certain way, you can afford to alter the plan. Mm-hmm. But whereas just doing things that mess things up and mess the world up, yeah. I feel like that's destructive. That's kind of weird. That's destructive because it's not logical. But I feel like if unless you're, you're doing faced it the, to
1: to achieve a goal, yeah, that's yeah. different. Um,
0: but if you're faced with a situation. Where okay, I'll give you an example. I know this conversation's gone on a little long about die, but whatever. It's a good <laughs> I like this book. So Um The I'll give you a situation. I remember we played a very short um few sessions and right. there was a character where my character likes to talk, just try to talk through everything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And he met like a group of kobolds. But the kobolds understood common. The, okay, the common, so you, like, so you, so you,
1: you know. could talk to them. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I, I had really lucky rolls, and I ended up convincing the kobolds to let us through their lair. My goodness. And then we <laughs> kill them all in their lair.
1: How dare you?
0: <laughs> and I was like, I can't believe that worked.
1: <laughs> you're, you're the worst of the worst.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it worked in the context of the character, because that's what the character would do. Now, if right from the get-go, if you just, like, start to do some destructive things and not even end up on that path, I feel like that's kind of weird
1: yeah because then it's like what's the point of playing the game at that like, point like what's the point of even like, you might as, as well just go world, just right? go and create your own story
0: yeah like what's the point of preparing that portion of the world if they're not even gonna make an
1: attempt to get there yeah that's just know? like that's just straight disrespect yeah for the dm yeah uh so anyways uh, uh enough of uh, so die great great book <laughs> great book uh, uh I, I actually
0: do really enjoy this issue and we got a glimpse of the like the power who what was her name Isabel.
1: the godbinder yeah the godbinder yeah
0: so we got a glimpse of that power back backfiring
1: yeah but we knew that it was gonna backfire at some point because within the last three issues she's kept making promises yeah right like i like iou's like every time she used her power she she kept making iou's yeah right so i can only imagine like how many times this is gonna happen right because i'm sure like this because this one instance only pays off her debts to one god. Yes. <laughs> so then there's a plethora of more. Yeah. So I can only imagine like how many more times she's going to go through this, right? Um uh, though the idea of of IOUs and paying off your the the debts for your powers to me that's a really cool concept. And I'm really glad that um they created her characters in such a way, in that particular way, right? Yeah. Um also very clear in this issue that um they're very aware of how this world works and Yeah. What are the things that are gonna happen next, which yeah. is why Ash decided to do what he slash she decides to do. Decided to
0: and do. they almost touched upon the the point that we thought about. Um I think it was last issue, yeah. the issue before, where is it, you know, Ash the guy yeah it's perfectly normal in the other world perfectly fine operation whatever yeah and then comes to this world and can express herself yeah in different ways and I was like that's really interesting yeah and I think that's really talking about you know comfortability with people's psyche and I feel like I, I was I was kind of hoping to get into that some more in this issue but it was actually
1: really interesting. but he's but, obviously not comfortable exactly talking about it yeah. which is I get like you know it's adds another layer to to his character despite the fact that he doesn't really talk about it, right? Yeah. So, um I mean, but interesting points she, to make, right?
0: She, he, uh, Ash, let's say. Yeah. Ash makes a good point. I want to get to that page because I think that's a really interesting point. Uh, okay, keep talking. I'm going to find that point.
1: What? We're both trying to find that point. <laughs> oh, you, oh, you,
0: oh. oh, yeah. See, okay, here. This was really interesting to me where ash says being ash was always easy it gave me so many permissions i enjoyed it
1: right so he so he liked the sort of the privileges of that that being ash afforded to him yes uh which i which he obviously really enjoyed right yeah. so um i really do hope that Sooner rather than later that they do go into why he decided more I mean to because he goes really deep into this character yeah right like he like falls in love with a knight um because which is so and, and it's and I'm not saying that that's wrong what's interesting is that it's such it's such a big contrast to his life outside of of the of the game yeah because he has a wife and he has uh, i believe he has a child i think so i believe uh i think it does uh, married in marketing okay no he doesn't have a child but he's married with a wife mm-hmm. in marketing Th- that has nothing to do with anything
2: <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> uh but yeah like it's it's very interesting like it and i'm sure we'll get to learn more of these like Chuck and Angela dating who would have thought
0: yeah exactly yeah
1: right Uh, Matt's background story with his mom and and his daughter that explains a lot right the only person they didn't really get into was Isabel yes right but they went into more about her powers Mm -hmm. which I think is uh, equally as important yeah right. one of the more interesting ones yeah so a lot of character development within this one issue which is always always good to see
0: which is the equivalent of a tavern scene
1: very equivalent right. to a yeah, <laughs> yeah that's essentially what it is because yeah. you, you have you have a group of people you have one person talking then you have a second person talking for sure a third person is gonna gonna have to talk right and, yeah. they, and they talk about that and they decision. talk about that yeah. yeah
0: as being the third person that needs to talk now then,
1: yeah yeah the dynamic they've, they've just
0: really that, figured out the dynamics that here. line is just it gave me chills I was like oh like it's really touching upon a lot of real world stuff too yeah and she's talking about giving giving her permissions yeah. And I feel like that's a really interesting choice of words mm-hmm. and um I hope that gets touched upon most likely not next issue because I feel like next issue is just gonna be a throwdown but maybe <laughs> the issues after that
1: yeah it'll be it'll be within not near future but like at least a next arc middle future Mid- <laughs> middle future <laughs> it's not, not far near, it's not, not far. close <laughs> but it's like it's like close enough medium future immediate future exactly
0: (laughs) (laughs) did you say immediate no medium medium (laughs) very in the middle (laughs) but yeah you know overall really enjoyed this book as Mm -hmm. always art is gorgeous Mm -hmm. and it's it's one of those series I feel like because I play D&D it touches upon a lot of those tropes and I think they they bring that into this world really well right yeah yeah Mm all right so i'm pretty sure that that about covers that book for us i think um i think that's about what we can cover yeah (laughs) like in terms of plot points in terms of like plot points and like themes and stuff like that for that book um i think there's a lot more to be talked about but i feel like more needs to be more needs to be uncovered first through the story before we can get to the like the meat of a lot of these characters we also
1: just don't have the time to talk about it too oh yeah
0: we're we're like way late (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah Um, okay, so why don't we wrap that up? And uh, that pretty much concludes the comics discussion. So, Victor. Huh? What do you think about this c- coffee that we've been having?
1: Uh, I think it's good. I think it's very similar to the first Burundi we had. Makes sense. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you um, remember that? Yeah. Like, you remember the flavor? hmm Nice, okay. The, the, like, certain, certain notes will just stick out to you because you've just had it over and over and over again. Right, like I get a very like I do get a very soy beanish flavor from here. Like it's very beany. Like <laughs> I, I don't know how else to describe it. It's very beany. Um, <laughs> I do find it's it's creamier in its texture. Okay. So sort of like um like a dark chocolate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like a dark chocolate, but like there's still elements of milk chocolate in it as well. Like it's a darker milk. Like how do you even describe that? Like a darker milk. Like a, sure. Uh darker milk. <laughs> now you did mention earlier, I think we were talking about, you mentioned like a like a fruitier flavor. Yes. Right. Uh, any inclinations as to what that might be? I was thinking
0: along the lines of like an apricot. Okay. Or an apricot. Or almost like a cantaloupe. I, there was a bit of a melony flavor to it yeah. like a melon right. type thing yeah um and then there was like it's um okay because so you know strawberries yeah are very strawberries themselves have a very different taste from flavored strawberries. yes they do um whereas flavored strawberries are there's like a very distinct type of sweetness to it but actual strawberries sometimes go you mean, on like You
1: mean, mean like candied strawberries? Yes. Yeah.
0: Like candied strawberries are very different from regular strawberries. Regular strawberries. Yeah. This, to me, had a scent that was very candied strawberry. But the taste wasn't there. I couldn't get the taste from mm. it. But when I was smelling it, candied strawberries.
1: You know what, though? I kind of do taste it. You taste it a little bit, right? Like you can get a little hint of it. I'm actually more on like the kiwi side of that. Kiwi side? Yeah, like kiwi. Okay. Like I'm thinking like ki like like kiwi cancel up and dark chocolate. Okay. That All sounds right. like a pretty solid. Like, let's that, like, uh,
0: let's cover more fruits. Um, you just
1: be like way off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go with like candy strawberry. Um, that's a very specific flavor that I don't think people <laughs> like in their coffees. But yeah, we'll go with strawberry. No, because
0: candy. I don't want to say strawberries because to me it's lacking certain flavors all so like you know, candied fruit yeah it's got it has that candied f- taste to it okay um candy strawberry and like what was the other fruit I said apricot
1: okay so, apricot. so okay so what are your okay what are your three candied fruit candied fruit apricot and cantaloupe yeah okay alright let's see what we got here
0: it's very fruity
1: whoa strawberry mm. okay watermelon watermelon really and uh toffee huh okay so the, i mean i kind of hit it with the toffee uh, yeah kind very i like, don't know
0: you said something about caramel i don't know
1: did you say something no, about i didn't caramel? say anything about caramel. caramel but more of like uh like I, I, like I got that like that texture you know oh, like 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 that creamier like, like i don't even know how to describe it it's like a creamy texture like toffee in a, in a way yeah. That's very creamy, yeah 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 right? yeah yeah Uh, Strawberry You hit it right on the nail With that one Watermelon Yeah Like cantaloupe Water Like wild melon Like you can sort of like Okay You can sort of Make that like One flavor profile If you really want to Mm -hmm. Right Like cantaloupe Honeydew, not really honeydew because honeydew has a very distinct taste yeah but watermelon cantaloupe like you can sort of like they're like the more milder yeah, melons
0: that the yeah exactly the cantaloupe i feel like is milder the cantaloupe not i don't want to say bland because that's like insulting cantaloupes but like <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> <laughs> a good fruit I like it's it. a
0: yeah it's a it's a milder taste yeah um definitely yeah honeydew you're like right on it's way too distinct yeah like if you miss honeydew and it's on there and it's like oh man how did i miss it type of thing yeah
1: so distinct you know in fact i don't even think you can even have like a honeydew flavor profile in a coffee like i think it'd just be way too overpowering yeah like you're just drinking bubble tea at that point (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but (laughs) But overall i think it's a really good coffee like like you said it's really fruity really smooth um it may it may be because I'm it's a little colder now, so it, the flavors don't really come out quite as well for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I think it's a, a really good coffee, one of the better ones we've had for sure.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely, and I just I love strawberries. Oh, yeah, I so, know you you're know.
1: like it's a crack for you. That's <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's yeah, it's great. I, I like I like the <laughs> coffee. I like it. It's great. Okay, so uh i think that about concludes that segment for us and uh why don't we go ahead and i can't wait actually i'm pretty excited um for our humble heroes agency segment we're gonna have to go up to the boardroom and guess who's waiting there for us us where we'll introduce our own characters to the team all right let's go let's do it (laughs) and we're at our boardroom and guess what this week is a little bit i almost smacked the mic into take it easy bro we're not here to destroy
1: property okay my own
0: property yeah um but yes we're at the boardroom and this time we're introducing heroes to the team so team we got some special people for you today um who's gonna go first victor you want to go first no you go Oh, yeah actually you know what Before we get into that, this is the segment where (laughs) normally, if you're new to the show, uh, this is a segment where we normally scour the internet and we find sort of uh, fan-made heroes that we recruit into our team called the Humble Heroes Agency. And (laughs) we create a team of superheroes where it's kind of like a budget Avengers type thing um, or budget Justice League if you're a DC fan. And uh, we just sort of put this team together and we try to... Just trying to make it work, you know, and we offer like we offer like union benefits and like membership oh, yeah. cards union, and all it's that really stuff. Good, we, like, we, you know, it's it,
1: like it, not, like a hundred percent vision, like bro, like that's real good. It's you know, hundred percent. It's. Doesn't I mean, any higher you, than I mean 100%. it's a real good chance you probably don't need it as a superhero, but that's you know, why we need. offer it, you know, exactly. that's, <laughs> save money. Yeah, <laughs> you pay into it, but you'll never use it. That's kind it, of that's kind of scummy. It, uh, now, I think about it. We make it look
0: good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, but anyways, this week is a little bit different. Um, and because it's sort of our episode 50, we decided we're going to add two heroes of our own into this team and then we're probably going to cap off this team and then maybe next week we start a second team it'll still be Humble Heroes Agency but you know because I feel like we're just the, the roster's getting huge okay. I was looking over the roster and it was you know
1: listen man we need a big roster we are a very humble agency <laughs> <laughs> no it'll still be the same agency it'll just be like team B yeah we just need a lot I mean, just- and they can mix teams who knows you know what then you know what that's not even cap it But could, I just keep adding it, heroes it could, it could be like it would just be one team it would just be like Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers like they ain't got constant members all the time they got the core members but yeah
0: like, yeah.
1: or like Justice League Unlimited Unlimited
0: <laughs> yeah you're right this would be Humble Heroes Agency Unlimited <laughs> that's what this will be um, okay then you know what maybe we won't even cap it we just keep adding yeah, yeah. to it just keep stirring the pot just add more people into yeah. the pot um, okay okay Victor, do you want to go first? Or? You know what?
1: I always go first, so you go I'll first. I'll
0: go first. Okay. Yeah. Alright. So this character is actually a character that I've been kind of thinking about for a while. Okay. okay. Um and uh so the character's name is Chloe Tempest. Alright. Um she is sort of like this um this high school kid. Okay. Um, but before, like, it would have like I had this whole thing mapped out. Right. <laughs> it had um there's like this like uh when she was like younger, she would get like bullied and stuff like that. Right, and she discovers this power when you know she, um, she uh, falls, like she she gets bullied, and then she like fell from this high place. Oh, and then before she hits the ground, or like midway through when she's about to hit, you know, coming down, <laughs> and she's like jumps falls through this like little portal thing whoa and then whoa. lands on the ground safely so she discovers that her power is wherever she can see or envision sort of nearby mm-hmm. she can create a portal to get there hmm. and then jump through the portal and she's there
1: oh it's just kind of like vibe
0: uh vibe yeah. well i guess so yeah like in the tv show in a way yeah tv show vibe.
1: in a way yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. in a way, in a so, way.
0: way so her power is that if she can create portals to where she can see and get to that section Mm -hmm. right what she then realizes and this is her hero it's how her hero name comes in is she realizes that she doesn't actually jump through space in the portal she jumps through time so what happens is she looks down the field and when she creates the portal to get there she's not actually traveling the space she's traveling the time which is like five seconds ahead of time when she ends up there so, so she's, she's like, traveling through a portal of time so to she's
1: get like vibe hit
0: yeah it's like <laughs> time skip <laughs> time skip this is a real crossover with dragon
1: Ball. <laughs> dragon ball x flash exactly
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> because she's actually traveling through that distance in time yeah of how she would end up there
1: that's crazy so
0: that's that's like when she discovers the power so i have this whole thing mapped out in my head yeah. of how she's gonna go through this whole first arc and right. all that stuff so um so her hero name is chronos mm. as just for time as like a like a controller mm.
1: of time, in sense. okay okay i like it and that's
0: her ability no like martial experience yeah. no
1: weapons expert nothing but one day with the right one training day, with maybe. big kev
0: with big kev <laughs> And literally everyone else on the team
1: and clenched jaw too. And, every- <laughs> and who else? Mechano, who else the-
0: Mechano vegetable man. Who- <laughs> vegetable man.
1: Hey, vegetable man is a martial arts expert, bro.
0: The yippy kaye kid is going to teach her how to <laughs> throw down. That's for sure. Um,
1: very good. Very good support here. And I feel we- like she would just be great friends. We with are radio. the black star of humble heroes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, but yeah, that's basically the hero. It's yeah. It's um like the background and stuff I haven't all fleshed out yet but there's just like certain events in her life that have fleshed out but um, one day it is my
1: hope to, to write something you, so, sh- you should and uh, you think you should start right now right now maybe not like right now right now but like right now <laughs> <laughs> okay well that's an instant but that's uh, that's uh, that's my hero that's an instant membership right there Uh, my congrats hero. Chloe you made it yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you made it my hero, uh, his name is Fast Guy. <laughs> and I've got uh, I've is, got a... Is I've he got, really fast? I've got a background story for him.
0: Nice. So
1: Fast Guy, yeah. whose real name is Barely Allen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess so you went in yeah. a very different direction. Is
1: a superhero with the ability to move at the speed of a 1995 <laughs> Honda Civic. One day... He was bored at work and decided to mix random chemicals in his car. Realizing that it was finally time for lunch, he went to put the key in the ignition so he could go to Subway and get the Thursday special. Just as he turned the key, the chemical mixture spilled all over him and reacted with the starter in his vehicle. He was then jolted with electricity and passed out. After waking up, he realized he could move at quote-unquote super speed (laughs) and decided to become... A superhero taking on the mantle of fast guy. His only power is that he can move at the speed of a nineteen ninety-five Honda Civic, which I think is like 140 hundred and like kilometers.
0: It's still I mean like it's still pretty it's fast. It's still fast, but, but not like he's he's barely he's barely of all the times you're giving me crap for it for being for making punny jokes you come in here with barely
2: allen <laughs> that's
1: pretty good right <laughs> that's so good man that's so good good on you you know i think it's perfect for the team because hey like he's like a good support <laughs> I... unit i think okay you know what i mean yeah. like I like when, uh, let's say, like Big Kev.
0: I, I need, I need more ammo. No problem. <laughs> he gives everyone an additional 140
1: kilometers percent. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we could, we could use a guy like Barely Allen over here. Fast yeah, guy, you know. Yeah. Like when we, when we need like little yeah. things done quickly. <laughs> His name is Fast Guy. <laughs> hey man, when you need things, when you need things done quickly, you need a fast guy, right? <laughs> multi-level marketing at its finest uh, and and that's my hero that's my hero his name it's fast guy
0: oh man that's awesome that's awesome
1: that's you, a, he,
0: you went in a very different direction than i did
1: you know yeah he's very humble he's very very humble this guy no, hey he kind of have to be yeah <laughs> So fast, guy! Welcome to the team. <laughs> welcome to the team, barely, <laughs> barely, Alan. <laughs> you made it in time. <laughs> just the time. Though. Just the like, time. Like, right. like literally, just like time, you were like, right. just made blazing it. on the highway. <laughs> yeah. <just> in time. <laughs> it's just some guy running on the highway. <laughs> like somebody but driving. He's keeping up though. Yeah, somebody <laughs> driving. I mean, somebody driving like 140 kilometers on the highway is not like uncommon. Like you shouldn't, but it's not uncommon what is that in
0: miles just for our American uh, friends?
1: uh I believe it is
0: I can't spell miles 140 is 86 miles so 80 yeah 85 miles an hour yeah that's how fast he's running it, yeah
1: 1985 Honda Civic that's not bad that's not bad you know I I very humble I learned a lot
0: you know including information about civics
1: (laughs) yeah very very humble humble hero very humble very
0: humble (laughs) very
1: humble (laughs) yeah so yeah that's my guy
0: (laughs) nice nice All right. so that's our two newest addition to to the uh, humble heroes agency Um, pretty proud pretty proud I think I think Kronos and Fast
1: Guy guy will be very good friends. friends
0: yeah because
1: <laughs> they both don't know martial arts
0: <laughs> <laughs> they'll both learn from yippee kai yeah, exactly
1: exactly yeah. or fukushima <laughs> oh yeah
0: fukushima
1: yeah, yeah. What do you yeah. Mean, oh yeah it was last it week was last week you know?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Mechano, chubbs blue oh man so many good heroes so many good heroes and there's only going to be so much more good heroes too so many more is that the right term yeah
1: many there will be many more many more much more stop this just. much heroes okay so <laughs> this guy has two degrees by the way people i'm <laughs> just letting you know i <laughs> just letting you know he has two degrees
0: <laughs> degrees and what though i don't know but i got two education
1: <laughs> like you're literally teaching people bro <laughs>
0: yeah you're right <laughs> i'm like the worst teacher oh my gosh <laughs> Um. Oh my! And, and I taught children too. Oh God! What <laughs> am I shaping the world into? Um. Okay. So <laughs> I think that pretty much wraps up that segment. So, being that it is episode fifty, we talked about it earlier in the show. We're gonna talk a little bit about, um, just sort of like our journey within that first year, uh, getting here. You know, getting to this point. I think we both, as we went through, you know, as we went through, you know, creating the show doing the show together for this for this long. Yeah. We've learned a lot about... Well, first of all, I think about each other and, like, our own comics taste. Yeah. About how to do something like this and about comics in general and, like, our perspective of comics and, like, different stories that we sort of try to yeah. go after now and stuff like that, you know?
1: Like, the... F- the first half... Um... Of when we started this podcast versus like the second half is very different. I would even go and say, like, the last five to 10 episodes have been very different from the last like 35 to uh, 45 to 40. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because the fir- our first, like, what was it? Like, our first, like, maybe 10 episodes. Yeah. We went into like really, really deep analysis into how the issue relates to. Sort of themes and and topics in real life, mm-hmm. right? In terms of like the science and psychology and stuff like that. I think the reason we strayed away from that number one it was a lot of work, <laughs> like <laughs> a lot of work. Yeah. Uh, and number two, I don't think it allowed us to really enjoy the story. Yes. You know what I mean? Like I found, at least for myself, right? Uh, just because we were so focused on relating it to real life. We we didn't get a chance to sort of experience it from that environment,
0: from the context of, of the, comics of the comics,
1: right? Yeah. So, I think that was a big reason why we strayed away from that. Yes. Um, and and to be honest, I'm I'm glad that we did because then now it it allowed us to evolve that kind of conversations that we that we had about comics. Yeah. In general, yeah. right? Um, it allowed us to really, um enjoy issues uh for for the storytelling Mm -hmm. um and for and for the the character development the environment like all those aspects i think it really allowed us to enjoy it um and again and that's why i say the last five to ten episodes are very different from the rest of our podcast because we really really dive into into the story uh, even into
0: the world that they're building yeah rather and, than trying to focus on the world that we're in yeah and we still make references to it but not but not like it's not like it's not like, the it's not like overtly exactly like
1: like, yeah. we, like when you listen back to a very first episode versus our episode now it's like night and day it's like yes. it's almost like a completely different podcast yeah right um and i'm sure some of our listeners enjoyed that uh but at the end of the day we're here to do the podcast for ourselves too yeah we really want to enjoy our own process and i think that's why we've sort of done what we've done right um i think the biggest change was i think how you've or well collectively we've put me onto indie comics i've never ever read indie comics ever 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 i didn't I, i always thought of it as like a waste of time. a time, waste of time to be honest. A waste of our time. Wow. Worse than you. Uh, <laughs> waste of time to be honest. But That's like,
0: where my two degrees come in. <laughs> I never say stuff like
1: that. <laughs> but now it's just like those are some of the best stories I've read. Yeah. Because they're unrestrained. Mm-hmm. There's no there's no creative pr- leash. Creative leash. There's no yeah. prior baggage to the story. Mm-hmm. Right you're free to create these characters however you like, right? Um, And I think that's what I love about indie comics is that every issue, every story is something new. Yes. Right? Like, you don't go into a story expecting certain things from a character, right? Um, And I think that's what I like about it is I I love the discovery of it, Mm -hmm. right? Um, Not to say, like, I don't enjoy mainstream comics. Obviously, we st- I still enjoy them. A, a still, lot
0: of our show is comprised of mainstream. Exactly. Obviously, we're still comics, reviewing yeah. it, right? Yeah. So,
1: um, But I, I think it's a, a different aspect of comics that uh, I never truly appreciated up until now, mm-hmm. right?
0: Yeah, and I think in terms of indie comics, I, I've always liked indie comics, I, I and I've always... Had an affinity more towards indie comics. Now mine is more towards, uh, because I I pick up a lot of physical books, and uh, the 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 way the the process that indie books are made, especially the ones from Image, mm-hmm. the physical books, the quality is just so much better than the big two, mm-hmm. and there's no there's no ads there's no, you know, the front cover, like the back cover is not an ad. The front cover and the back cover is an actual cover to the book. Mm-hmm. The paper quality is better. Sometimes you get better page counts, which just whatever serves the story instead of whatever serves the format, I think it's more important. And you just, the, the way that creators can pour themselves into these, you know, creator-owned indie books, I, I think it creates... They can create the sandbox, they can create the playground, create the characters, and they don't have to put their toys back. And I yeah. think that's the biggest difference between that and a lot of mainstream books and superhero books, is that at the end of the day, you're you're always going to get superheroes that are at a certain spot, and they're going to be remaining at that spot. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have heroes where you take them out, you put them into a different sandbox, but then when you're kind of done with it, you're like, "All right, let me put the toys back." Yeah. So then the next creator can have an easier time telling their story, mm-hmm. right? And I think it's inspiring in a sense that superheroes that the same superheroes have been around for so long, mm-hmm. but they mean so many different things. They they mean such they mean different perspectives for people mm-hmm. and everyone has a different story they want to tell with these toys and they tell it and then they put it back and they respect the source they respect mm-hmm. the origin of these characters they respect the the, the, the material they're working with and mm-hmm. then they put it back and then they say okay next person your turn mm-hmm. you tell your story yeah and i think there's a there's a certain there's a certain legacy to that i think that you, you can't build with that with indie books. Right. So to me, that has its place too in terms of importance. Mm-hmm. But if you want like really unexpected storytelling and like high stakes storytelling that you really don't know where things are going to go, indie comics are kind of the way to go because that that's where like they don't got to put the toys back. They're just like, yeah. these are my toys. I do what I want. Yeah. Right? And I think that's what really attracted you to indie comics and that's what that's definitely what attracted me to indie
2: comics
1: yeah it's um it's a completely different reading experience and, and i think that uh i think that's why it's so good for me right it's i it, you know i always talk about consistency and always talking about you know having like being able to expect things a little bit mm-hmm. but sometimes when i can't and the story still ends up being like really good. Like those are my favorite stories. Like Gideon Falls, my god! Oh, so good. Like I would say, if there's any, if there's any ongoing series that we're following that we've been following for the past fifty episodes, I would say Gideon Falls is my number one. Mm-hmm. Because not only is that a series what what really opened my eyes to to indie comics, it it's con- it's stayed consistent in how good each issue is yes like we I don't think there's been a there hasn't been a bad issue of getting Falls which like which to me is like it's surprising right like I like if I had to be critical of like I'm the least critical I would say of that particular run just because of how good it is right yeah yeah um I've been like I've been pretty critical recently right and not to say like like these stories are bad it's just I just want to say what I feel about about these issues yeah. now, right? Uh, but with Gideon Falls, like, there's I, there's nothing really bad I can say, mm-hmm. right? And and I think like that story in itself is really the epitome of indie comics and what it represents, mm-hmm. right? Like a, like a like a a writer owned property that turns out really 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 well like it doesn't really (laughs) get any better than that to be honest yeah yeah yeah, it really doesn't
0: and i remember there was a big boom in um in indie comics right when there was a few series that were coming out around the time and i thought like they really gave indie a boost um I mean, Walking Deck took off
1: Yeah. after the show. There was East and West um, at that time. East East of West. And it's it yeah. still going. Yeah.
0: Saga. Mm-hmm. And that blew up. Um, and we have the first issue that was crazy. It's going for so much money right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, at the time, there was a series called Peter Panzerfaust. Yeah. And that was crazy. Like, that blew up. Mm-hmm. And then Robert Kirkman had a new, new series, Thief of Thieves. And that thing took off. And it was yeah. like... At the time, there was this huge boom of people's interest in indie comics, and because a lot of these creators, um, and it, you, it was very evident at the end of this, at the uh, end of Marvel's sort of that that era that right. culminated in Secret War, there were a lot of creators from there that sort of jumped over to just doing indie books. Yeah, um, and you know, like uh, Jonathan Hickman did it, Rick Remender did it. Um, Jason Aaron to a degree I mean he's still writing a lot of the Marvel stuff but like to a degree he, he started doing a lot of like creator own stuff yeah um and that was like the big boom of everybody jumping on board to indie books and I think mm-hmm. it it raised the quality of a lot of indie books as well yeah um because now you're just getting really top-notch writers putting out top-notch stories yeah of their own mm-hmm. right and I think that's what really gave it that you know that significance um and for me, at the time, when when I got into comics, I think... Like, when I seriously got into comics, I think it was, like, right at the beginning of New 52.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And say what you will about New 52, it did a lot to bring people in.
1: Yeah, you know, it, I, it, I would agree with that. Yeah.
0: For the people who have been reading DC, it was kind of like a kick in the nut for them. Yeah. Because a lot of what they love, and a lot of, like, what we're enjoying now about... Wally West and stuff like that—all that stuff is lo- was lost. Yeah, a new Fifty Two, right? Yeah, and you know, I I I see throughout while we're doing the show why Wally West was so important. Yeah, you know, and as Rebirth has gone on, I, I sort of like been realizing week after week, it's like why is why was Wally West so important that the new Wally West was so was was so not well received.
1: he was very novel exactly and
0: this show helped me realize that because we covered a lot about wally west yeah you know and and that that opened my eyes Mm -hmm. but at the beginning of new 52 i had i didn't know better so then when i was reading the stuff i was like okay wow like some of this stuff is still pretty good yeah and that was when you sort of like you know you get your feet wet and stuff like that and you start digging back at some of the older stuff and you're just like okay i see it now
1: yeah you know Uh, but that's the thing, right? Like, New 52 brought in guys like you. Yeah. And me, to be honest. Uh, I mean, I started reading comics at a very young age, but I was like 10. Uh, but I was never consistent with it, right? Um, but I, I think the the art style of New 52, how New 52 was advertised, um, how it translated to other media, I think... Uh, New 52 was sort of like that uh, that enlightenment for um, a lot of new readers, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, yeah, I would say like if there was any uh, sort of, I, I, I guess for lack of a better term, rebirth of any sort of uh, <clears throat> uh, any sort of like the big two I would say New 52 was probably the biggest one Yes even Rebirth, I feel, wasn't as big as New 52.
0: Rebirth served the purpose of of bringing back stories that were not so dark. Mm-hmm. New 52 was very much about telling more mature, darker stories. Mm-hmm. And I think... And, and, and I think it really wasn't that well-received because some points it just got unnecessarily dark. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were a lot of really good stories that came out of New 52. Like, some of my favorite runs came out of New 52. Uh, Snyder's Batman run.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Also, his Swamp Thing run. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff Lemire's Green Arrow stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, And, like, even now, like, it's kind of retconned. Um, but Brian Azzarello's Wonder Woman, yeah, where, like, he just connected her origin story with, like, the Greek myth. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fantastically told. And Cliff yeah. Chang is one of my favorite artists. Yeah. So, like, that was so great. Mm-hmm. And a lot of really good stuff came out of it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's helping me through this show because now we're covering a lot of rebirth stuff, yeah. right? It's also helping me understand, like, what was it that made those stories so great for me? Mm-hmm. And what is it that's making some of this new story Like these new stories, great for me, and Mm -hmm. it's just sort of like that complex layer and the way the storytelling goes. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean, at the end of the day, um, you know, we've been doing this show for over a year now, and you know, as as a as a reader, like you, a lot of you changes within a year. Yeah, right. So, um, for me, I think this experience has been very enlightening so far. Mm-hmm. um and i feel that i will only continue to grow as a reader as someone who reviews comic books um and i hope that a lot of what we've said so far has s- sort of steered you know you guys as listeners in in sort of the right direction of where to go yeah and where where you can personally grow from here because yeah. obviously uh, even our listeners have well, we and you have very different tastes, yes, right, and that I can only imagine how different the tastes of our listeners are, right. Yeah. So I hope that at least can help steer things in the right direction for for them and and for you guys. And
0: yeah, and um, if not steer, at least resonate.
1: Yeah, you know, exactly.
0: At least have that resonating tone with you. That okay, cool. They talk about certain parts of storytelling that I was not aware of, or that I was not able to put into words, or whatever. Something something that you can take from it that yeah. you can take from our show and yeah. then say hey this is kind of the story I'm looking for and then you go out and you explore and you find additional books so you find yeah. more books that you enjoy yeah. maybe you didn't maybe you weren't following like a title that we're following and then yeah. through what we were saying about the book you're like wow this is actually really interesting maybe you'll go back and find them That that's kind of where that's kind of where I want to be because i think it's i think it's pretty powerful that you know that you can you can have you can have such similarities and you share a passion about something and Mm -hmm. then have someone else listen to it and be like okay cool i see what they're saying yeah and then have that move them enough to go and try to pick up that story too and enjoy it yeah and i think that that to me is very satisfying Mm
2: -hmm. you know -hmm. yeah
1: i mean i think overall i think as a I think overall, as 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 a podcaster, uh, as someone who enjoys comic books, I feel like, uh, you know, I hope we continue this experience. I really do. Um, and I hope that uh, a lot of what we're saying, even though it may be minor, maybe not at all, maybe also helps push the comic book industry in a different direction as well. Maybe hopefully we have a little bit of influence in something. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that, but, <laughs> but it'd, be it'd be great. It'd be great, really. Oh, I hope I, I hope even like the creators, the creative team, yeah, you know, has listened to what we had to have to say, and uh, I hope it it helps them improve in some sort of sort of way, sort of way as well. Yeah, I hope that we're and, having and some sort just, of
0: impact, and not just like I, I wouldn't say so much about improvement, but more so like giving them feedback of what. They're like their readers are looking for, yeah, and what their readers are getting out of it, yeah, and maybe, yeah, maybe not like so much improvement, but like giving them a perspective of like, okay, cool, I wanted to do this, I wanted to, I wanted to stir a certain emotion from a book, yeah, but it clearly didn't resonate with them. So what can I do differently? Mm-hmm. Type of thing, you know, and that's. <laughs> So like a lot of times like you know like at the beginning of the episode we always say like you know send us a review give us a review give us like a, send us an email let us know blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, it really is to help us as well right yeah. to help us to steer us in a, in a different way and to, to help us improve our show as well right
1: yeah of course absolutely um, yeah I mean I don't even know what to say I, I mean a year <laughs> is it's it's hard to believe we've done this for a year yeah very hard to believe yeah yeah uh, you know, it only seemed like yesterday we sort of got together and go, yeah, you know what, let's let's do a let's show do this, and, and I was just like, yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Like, hey
0: man, do you like coffee? Yeah, I drink coffee. He's like, all right, cool. Do you, do you like comics? Like, yeah, yeah. okay, I'll comics.
1: It's like, right, again, just a, a, just in case, I guess if you didn't uh, tune into our, our uh, prologue episode, <laughs> we we knew so long. Yeah, we originally actually the name came from the fact that we wanted to. Open up a our own comic shop, right?
0: Right? Yeah. Uh, I think with, we talked about that one time. Was that just the prologue? that we I think talked it about? may
1: have been just the prologue, uh-huh. but uh, or maybe not. I think we mentioned. We may, it one we may other have time mentioned it probably. one other time. Yeah, I do remember talking about it,
0: it. Was it was the time where we were talking about the irony that on a show called Dark Rose Comics we drink a lot of the right? Coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> we originally wanted to open a, a our own comic shop that also doubled as a coffee shop. Right, mm-hmm. so you could come have a have a coffee enjoy uh your issues for the week or whatever uh and we wanted to to sort of start things off from there right uh you know but of course things happen and and um you know it wasn't something that we could follow through with in the end not to say that it's never going to happen right but uh you know priorities change and uh of course you know we're both at very different points in our life right now i mean we talked about that years ago i think i would eh, it wasn't even that long ago maybe two years ago i think two may- three years two two yeah. and a half years ago maybe we were yeah we we're discussing that like a lot of things have changed since then right uh so so
0: who knows where things would be two, kn- exactly now, right but so-
1: at least you know we can st- at least share our passion on on this medium mm-hmm. um and continue our passion from there I know that's not a, that's not something that can be afforded to a lot of people right so I, I, I'm i at least grateful for this experience and mm-hmm. allowing myself and ourselves to to sort of share our passions right
0: yeah and I think yeah ultimately like I, I feel like I've learned a lot doing the show I remember at the beginning when we were doing the show um, the first few episodes we would be like we were just sitting there we're like okay Okay, do I have this page up? Okay, okay, I need that page up. Oh, I need to reference that that page up. It's like, oh my God, my mouse is running out of batteries. We bookmark a
1: lot of pages. Yeah.
0: Well, that's, and that was like the nature of our show, too, is like we made a lot of references to like articles and studies and stuff like that. And I found Mm -hmm. that like as the weeks went on, it just became less and less doable. And like you were mentioning earlier, like because we started adding more books that were covering. Yeah.
1: Like, the length of an average episode for us is, like, what, an hour? We would we would do that with two books. Yeah. Right? And then, yeah, for us to... Because now we're averaging, like, I would say anywhere between four, five at two. least four to five books a week. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, some yeah. weeks are going to be an exception. Yeah. Because obviously, Especially the
0: weeks we come back from break or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah. Or, like, when uh, perhaps, like, certain... Like certain runs just and, aren't out that week, right? and, yeah, then, right. and then we're yeah. we're left a little light. Yeah, which you know it's gonna happen. It's happened before. I think it's gonna happen next week too. <laughs> yeah. right? but we're gonna yeah. get into that. But, uh, um, but it, it's like it's tough for us to continue doing that. Imagine doing that for. F- for five books, five six books. It's like impossible. Our hey, show would be uh, like 6 hours long.
0: <laughs> yeah, we just do like a live show. we just be like, "Hey, join us for a Saturday afternoon where we spend all afternoon talking about five books."
1: <laughs> yeah, like it, it's tough and 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 at some point like it 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 takes away from uh, it takes away from the creative experience. Yeah. It takes right? away
0: from the medium itself. And I think it um while I enjoy that, it it disconnected me on the book to an extent because it also it also forced us to talk outside of the book and talk about the things that it connected with. Yeah. And doesn't necessarily allow us to stay in the world that they've built. Yeah. You know? So I think where we are now it's it's pretty comfortable. I like sort of where we are now in terms of what we discuss and how we discuss them. Yeah. You know, and I think we've learned a lot about that throughout the weeks and we've learned a lot about show setup, about <laughs> Um, technical stuff, I think, about how to get things ready, about controlling our voice, I guess. And, you know, that's also that that's a lot of experiences that without doing the show, we would have never come to to learn and appreciate.
2: Right. You know? Right.
1: Um, yeah, I think I mean, sort of just to cap off my points, I know we've been sort of talking in circles here just because uh <laughs> i mean it's it's this is something to celebrate right it's 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 obviously not often that you know two people can come together and sort of commit to something for a year at least right (laughs) um and i'm just glad that again like i said that we were able to have this experience and moving forward where the show goes i don't know Mm -hmm. right obviously you know things are changing your life things are changing in my life and uh i just hope that uh you know moving forward we continue to share this passion with with our listeners yeah for sure with the world and uh you know comic books are are, are here to stay <laughs> right they're here to stay and,
0: and eventually we're gonna have to do like 2 a.m 3 a.m shows oh or 3 a.m recordings because like my like my baby will keep me awake i'll be <laughs> like dude i got nothing to do at 3 a.m let's yes. record it's
1: like yeah good luck buddy <laughs> I'm, I'm up for work at like in like an hour 45 minutes from that so, so then, what's
0: yeah so then you just wake up an hour 45 minutes a, ahead of time and you know, let's yeah and go
1: you know what good luck buddy <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah man now, now i'm i'm excited i'm excited for the changes but i feel like you know we're, we're at a good place we'll work it out we'll make things we'll work. figure something out yeah, yeah, yeah sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh and yeah i'm just really happy we we, we got to this point and I feel like we're only gonna be stronger, you know, moving forward.
1: Stronger like uh, I try to make a song reference there. Uh, Kanye yeah, the West <laughs>
0: thing yes. Was, whose song was that? was that? I don't I don't know. <laughs> was that Britney
1: Spears? I don't know, maybe. I feel like that was Britney Spears. <laughs> <laughs> um
0: yeah, you know, so we, we hope you continue to enjoy the show as well. We hope you continue to show to show us support and um you know we, we hope that what we say resonates with you. And ultimately, that's
1: it, you know? Of course. Yeah, of course.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and hop on the cosmic treadmill and let's go see what we have in store for next week.
2: Meow. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: it's like I, I show up there and it's just the cat there. And it's just, it's a welcoming cat okay (laughs) for next week it's actually a pretty light week it's uh we have the batman who laughs the grim knight number one it's like a one shot to the grim knight character so really if you think about it it, without this like particular one shot yeah we only have like one series because without this after this book it's it's a grim knight number one and we have blackbird number six like i said man
1: it's gonna happen yeah and that's and that's okay <laughs> that's life
0: yeah that's yeah that's life <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> alright so that pretty much concludes the episode so we thank you for tuning in to this episode we hope you enjoyed it uh, we hope you enjoyed our conversation if you if you like what we do on this podcast make sure you hit that subscribe button on the podcast service provider of your choice we can be found on iTunes Google Play Spotify and all these other service providers so Whichever one you're on, make sure you leave us a rating, give us a review, and if you got a time, you know, got yourself some time, uh, there goes my grammar again with two degrees. Wow. Make sure you go on iTunes, uh, give us a review there, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions about the show, about what we've talked about, or if you got a book that you want us to add to the show, if you want us to add a book to our poll list to discuss, make sure you email us at contact@darkgrosscomics.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at twitter.com slash twitter.com slash jaredthebear52 for myself, and twitter.com slash young for my co-host Victor. You can also find us on Instagram at instagram.com slash and we also have a Facebook page at facebook.com slash and if you want to be a part of the community, you can join our Facebook group at Dark Girls Comics Group. And as always,
1: take care. Bye. Fast
0: guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he it came, it came in like a real fast guy. <laughs> <and I> went, <laughs>